Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch and co-host Calder Ness. This is episode 275. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio again this week, he just won't leave, is my co-host, Simeon Bruce. You'll never take me alive, Calder. Oh, I wouldn't want to if I tried. And joining us is the third team member of Star Clicks Crusaders, none other than happy little hero clicks himself, Devin. Someone send help. They kidnapped me Friday night and I haven't left their team yet. I didn't make it home after Worlds. Please, hey, uh, someone's not going to Get the collar uh, back on him. <clears throat> I'm kidding. What's up, guys? How's it going? It's going great. It's going great. Thank you so I'll read, much. For, I'll read uh, the, the cards in front of my face now. I won't go off script. Good. Yeah, Good. you're right. Make you sure will. You don't go off script. Please, I'll burn another sure conic call his wife again and make sure she's still alive. <laughs> yep. Funny bits we have on this show. <laughs> Isn't yeah, that right, Devin? Isn't this real fun we're having? Alright, so let's talk about Worlds, guys. So Worlds happened this weekend. It was in Memphis, Tennessee. It was in Graceland, the home of oh, Elvis Presley. Thank you. I'll thank you very much. Thank and you very much. You guys stayed in Graceland. I did not. I stayed in Airbnb. How was how was the hotel for Graceland? I was curious about that. Samian, go ahead. I thought it was pretty nice. Um, room was comfortable. Um, nice amenities and stuff. The staff was like sometimes like you know kind of like didn't care that you were there. Like they had enough of you already. Like kind of attitude. Uh, but it was really cool that there's a ton of other players in the lobby and, like, in the halls and stuff all the time, so you'd bump into people that were also at the convention. That was cool. Yeah. I have pretty much the same thoughts. The rooms were nice. Uh, Hotel overall was pretty good. Um, So Diner was so-so. It's kind of expensive for lackluster food, and I didn't really have that Elvis Presley touch I was expecting until I found out Friday night that they, at night, just opened up a peanut butter and jelly bar. With, you, you just make your own sandwiches, like peanut butter, banana, or whatever, uh, just open for any guest. So that was kind of neat. Um, and then again, just seeing all the Heroclix players in a hotel that's like five minutes away from the venue, it's pretty cool. It's like a terrible season of Big Brother or something going on. So I'll take it. Yeah. Sounds awesome. I like the idea of the uh, peanut butter, banana sandwich, uh, peanut butter and jelly bar they have, though. That's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good touch. That's really nice. Yeah, because there was like, okay, so uh, first day we ate at their grill or whatever in there, and there was no like peanut butter or anything like iconic like that. So yeah, I was curious if they had stuff. any at all. Yeah. I was like, how do you have like a restaurant in here without like fat yeah. Elvis era? It was called the EP Cafe or something like that. Or EP Grill, which I mean stands for Elvis Presley Grill. What? And yeah, there was, there was nothing in there that was like Elvis's favorite burger. The Elvis milkshake, like, I don't know, like, something, like, from his song lyrics or something? There was no, no uh... No, like, it was all pretty generic. burger or something, you know, like, something like that. 
Yeah, it was all yeah. pretty generic, actually, so they could use a rework of that, maybe, but it was okay. I mean, for, it got the job done when you're hungry and you don't want to travel anywhere. All right, right on. Well, we're going to go ahead and categorize this into days. We can go ahead and start off the first day, which was Team Worlds on Friday. It is sealed. It is using the new X-Men animated series Dark Phoenix Saga set. S-S-S-S-S-X-X-X-S-S. So much freaking words in that one. It's so great. Anyways... We went ahead, we plopped down in our seats, and we, you know, we opened six boosters. And gentlemen, <laughs> what, we sure did open those boosters, I tell you what. Uh, why we don't, opened yeah, them so hard. We opened them so hard. Why don't, why don't we start with six? We didn't do anything else and, successful uh, after opening those. That's pretty much it. Uh, tell us what, what team we scrounged together for you, Simeon. Uh, for me, I decided to go with, uh, we did pull several super rares. They just weren't the super rares that were, like, really great and sealed. Um, so I got Mr. Sinister. He's not bad, but you have to be very uh, aggressive with him. Otherwise, he's just not mobile. Um, he's just, like, a hard piece to feel without the right team around him. So Mr. Sinister, uh, Onslaught, the regular one, at 125 points because I couldn't play him at any other point value in sealed. Um which, not a bad figure as well, but again, very squishy. You have to be very careful with him. Uh, he's got a lot going on, but uh, after you hit him past invulnerability, he's got no reducers, so you can get poisoned to death. And then I had Scanner and a 33-point Sentinel. So it was a team that could indeed do things. Very nice. I'll go ahead and jump into... My team, since it's actually a team, no offense, Devin. Uh, I try to build a Brotherhood of Mutants team team. I like the Brotherhood. I like what they do a lot. I wish we would have had some better uh, Brotherhood keyword. I went with Blob and Pyro, the common Magneto that is not the double base. And then, I mean, who was the last person on that team? Uh, I'm Sauron? Sure. Sauron? Yeah, yeah, it was Sauron. That's right, yeah. yeah. Laser Eyes. Now, he, he yeah, pulled yeah. his weight, and that was actually... Uh, I thought a, an okay team. Uh, it was 30 points underbuilt, which is the only like rough part about it. So uh, that's the only thing I would have changed is maybe if we would have got one more little brotherhood, that would have been it. Uh, Devin, go ahead. I had a very complicated team of Nimrod, and that, that was the team. No, that was it. Oh, uh, really? Oh, sorry, Devin. You, yeah. Devin, you cut out. All I heard was uh, Nimrod. You didn't say anything after that. Oh, Okay. I also had some maps on the team. Oh, okay. maps are uh, important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right. a big part of a build. So uh, they know our teams. They can uh, decide for themselves at home, the listener, whether or not they were they were stellar. Spoiler alert. Maybe less than Spoilers. so. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and dive into just one match, uh, kind of a standout match uh, for your team, or that was fun or whatever for the day uh, that you had. And we'll go in the same order if that sounds good. So Simeon can start. Uh, my favorite match was against a previous team sealed teammate. Um, at Team Nationals, I joined forces with two guys uh, that I didn't know before then. And uh, we got top 16. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> two people I didn't know helped me get top 16 at Nats. Um, no, uh, no pressure, guys. Uh <laughs> But uh, I, don't know I ended what up he's, playing what he's talking about because I got top, I think eight at Nats if I if I remember correctly. Never mind. But oh, that's that's true. 
I think I think we actually beat a certain a certain team at nationals in order to get to top eight. But, actually, but did I... you beat a certain person? <laughs> I may not have beat a certain person on that certain team, but overall, we did <laughs> we did Anyhow, beat that team. Uh, big shout out to uh, Sean and Charles. Uh, my previous teammates, I turned rogue and uh, I was the traitor, so they were excited to uh, they were excited to play against us to see if they could beat down the traitor, and they did. Uh, Sean definitely beat me. Um, he played very smartly. He had a Bastion, he had a Sebastian Shaw, he had a Bolivar Trask, he had a Sentinel at 33 points. Um, I think he had. Might have had one more thing. Uh, the Bastion was the two by two Bastion, and then or no, he had both Bastions. He had the single base Bastion and the two by two Bastion, and then yeah. So did I say Sebastian Shaw? He did not have a Sebastian Shaw. It was the Bastion two by two and single base. Bolivar Trask, uh, thirty three point Sentinel. I didn't realize that Sebastian or the. <laughs> I didn't realize that the uh, both the 2x2 two two and the single base could roll leadership and bring in more Sentinels. So at one point I killed a Sentinel, and then the next turn he brought in another Sentinel that had a better power set because he rolled for it. And mm. uh, I played a little aggressively and uh, did not work out in my favor. But th- I just enjoyed uh, running into those guys. That was my favorite part about it, yeah. Okay, right on. My standout game of the day uh, happened right after, so I, I could barely scrounge. It was like 85 points after three games. I was losing games left and right. Um, and then I finally won a game, but that wasn't my standout game. Standout game was the game I played after that. And the guy sat down across from me. It was our very last match of the day. And he's like, I went undefeated all day. So it's like, and I'm like, okay, we'll see about that, huh? And I really, and I cannot tell you, I've never really wanted to like, Oh, I really just want to beat this person at Hero Clicks. But as soon as he said, yeah, I went undefeated all day, and I'm like, he kind of said it a little too sure of himself, I'm like, hmm, I'm going to beat this guy. Spoiler alert, I did not beat that guy. So kind of ruins the whole story, in my opinion. But <laughs> there's, um, there's another undefeated guy that you didn't beat. Um, I think it was at Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did uh, I bring that up uh, again? I'm sorry. I uh, uh, short-term memory or something. Well, whoever that guy is, he sounds terrible and should quit talking right now. That's what I I've heard. He's an awful too. person. He's a terrible human being. Um, but no, and I was so cocksure because I just beat a juggernaut like before that, before that match, the first, mm. first game I ever won was a juggernaut. I'm like, okay, so you're saying it can be done. Chance. It can be done, and I was. I don't want to blame it on rolls, because I had pretty good rolls all day. And blame it on rolls is super lame. Uh, But it it does happen. And, man, I was just... I one-shot as Jason Wingard, whatever, all these other figures, but I could not get Juggernaut down, and it came down to Sauron. And when when he can't poison and take that token off, it's just like, that's all she wrote from there. But I never felt like the want to, like beat beat that guy like just because i'm like yeah i can beat juggernaut yeah let's do it um but no it was a rough match and there were so many good um good opponents we had that day i really liked them all so uh go ahead dev 
Oh, awesome. Yeah, mine was uh, round three against Simeon's old teammates, actually. Maybe I left a bad impression, but my opponent was named Charles, and his team was Van Tweeden at 175 points. That is the Red Dragon. I think the green's the Magic Puff Dragon or whatever it's called. Yeah. It was Red Dragon, 175. 125-point normal onslaught, and that was the team. Um, he chose, at the start of the game, to move Vange Whedon to her uh, 25th click, which has a special defense power that says she is a standard size character instead of Colossal, and when she or an adjacent friendly character would take damage, they don't take that damage and instead turn Vange Whedon to her starting click that game. It's protected outwit and pulse wave. So, the goal of that power, of course, is she prevents damage from her to herself, or from the character for one attack, right? It's like the old protected feat. Then once that damage gets prevented, you go to the actual starting line. So if you look at the dial on the HC Realms thread or wherever you find it, the 175-point starting line is like an 11 attack, 4 damage. So ideally, you want to prevent that damage and then have a figure to attack with. Well, uh, unfortunately, this defense power is worded in a way that it uh, works just like Lockjaw on click 6, where if you incapacitate them for pushing damage, meaning they have an action token already, and you give them a second, that damage is unavoidable and can't, well, be avoided. So uh, turn 1, he moves up halfway up the map. He carries uh, Vange Whedon with him. Uh, turn two, I base him halfway up the map because I have one character who can go like 10 or 12 squares. Uh, his second turn, uh, he outwits, um, he moves Vange Whedon to outwit me, gets rid of my defense, critically hits my uh, Nimrod down for Ooh. four damage. So pretty rough. That's a pretty good attack. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. But... Uh, one cool part about Nimrod is at the start of each turn, you pick an attack power to use, and he gets that until your next turn. So, little did he know, I would choose in-cap, and uh, roll to in-cap, and score 175 points off of a single incapacitate roll. And it was pretty much done after that. Um, that's probably the most points I've scored with a single attack ever. And uh, that's my highlight. So, sorry, Charles. <laughs> I apologize profusely uh, after doing that move, but uh, that's just how it goes in Team World sometimes. So, so that's why I say to a lot of my play, uh, whoever I play against, and like something like really bad happens, like their side, or like it really swings my direction one way, I get a crit hit or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I hear that's the way it be sometimes. It yeah, really do be like that. So yeah, no, yeah, awesome. we, teams. Uh, teams was great. Sorry, Simi, you were saying something. I was gonna say we noticed that power uh, in our very first round. Mm, yep. There was about five judges that had to like review the wording back yeah, yeah, and yeah. forth. It was so funny. Of, uh, it's hilarious because they designed this power specifically to protect her and anyone adjacent to her. Right. And, and they gave her Earthbound to signify that he, she's not a flying dragon. Yeah, but they—I don't think they accounted for the fact that that would take away her indom, her willpower, and leave her open to being one shot like that. Yeah, so. it definitely was not designed with that in mind, in my opinion. Just because losing, you know, oh, if you played, if you did that at two hundred and seventy-five points, can Whoa. you imagine losing that many points to a single oh. in cap? That'd be ridiculous. Even worse, uh, day three—I forget who—but I heard over in a battle royale someone played uh van Jweden did the trick you know making her small and critically missed with her with an attack because she does have one damage on that click 25 but God. just uh Yikes. proceeded to die from a critically critical miss 
but no one so. scored those points though right like, yeah in the battle royale i suppose they don't but exactly, yeah, yeah it's still still pretty rough that's you can lose a character terrible. that way Losing a, yeah yeah no that's that's that really sucks uh, the overall winner of Team Worlds uh, was a Phoenix Nest team. It had Matty G, uh, Adam Friedman, and George Masu on it. I want to say congratulations, guys. Good job on go ahead and playing real well in that random sealed environment with some great polls and some equally as great players, I'm sure. I honestly don't know what their teams were, uh, but we can go ahead right in. Uh, after teams, uh, since we did not quite get qualified for Worlds, I tried to do a last chance qualifier, but you guys went ahead and sat in on the fan appreciation event. So you want to tell me a few things that really stood out to you uh, from that event, guys? Or we could just go down the I list think- as well and just be like, this is what they showed and previewed and this is what we're excited about. Oh, sure. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so uh, there's, these... I mean, it was actually just like a super large amount of stuff, and um, it was all really cool to see. Um, somebody missed completely out on all the uh, Captain America pictures, so yeah, uh, that was so rough. I, oh I wonder gosh. who that was. <laughs> uh, also, when I was uh, when I was walking back to sit down and watch it. Uh, they just randomly walked by and gave me an Adam Strange Connelly, so that was nice. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so yeah. first up, was it, was it shown that it was Andre the Giant and also a few other wrestling figures like Finn Balor, The Undertaker, and Ronda Rousey? Uh, is that right, guys? Yeah, so they gave us some dials and act the cards, too, for a lot of the WWE figures and... Uh, I'm not an expert on wrestling figures, but the stats and point values seem pretty good so far. Simeon can, of course, talk to characters himself, so I'll let him take that on. Um, really, I I was a little bit disappointed, I can't lie, that Andre the Giant... I, I knew when Kane got that big guy trait yeah. that they were going to give it to Andre instead of giant size. And it's not terrible that he doesn't have giant size because that means you could like equip him with something and stuff like that but really i mean if you're playing these guys as wwe figures you're not going to be equipping them uh maybe with like the venom harness to you know simulate their steroid abuse or something i guess Uh, (laughs) goodness it's not wrong calder okay no it's very dark uh no as always with the wwe guys my favorite part is their flavor text and so i'll just go over like the undertakers uh i'm not gonna go over his dial um it's like 100 points 70 points he's the only one that we've seen with the stop click so that's a cool thing too um so he's got the the undertaker rises that's his stop click uh he can't be a healed above it um and then he proceeds to have three clicks of regen after that after the power that he can't be healed above um so he starts off with sidestep you can't hide from the dead man. Um, I was really hoping they'd give him phasing because he always would just, the lights would d- go out and then they'd come back up and he would just be there. Like yeah, he just, you ring, know, yeah. magicked himself there. Um, his other speed power is slingshot and it's th- his old school move. Uh, oh, the undertaker's doing the old school. He's up on the top row. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Throughout almost his entire dial, he has Hell's Gate, which is his submission hold. He'd always pull that out like in the most random like matches, just out of nowhere. They'd go to like pin him, and instead of pinning him, he'd just like pin their neck on his knee and choke him out. Uh, he has 
two clicks of Slam, which is the last ride. Uh, that was his finisher that he stuck with for quite a while. Uh, his signature move that's traded is, of course, the Tombstone Pile Driver, um, and he's also traded Big Guy, which we kind of assumed he would be. Uh, then he's got Invuln, which is the Phenom. He's got Toughness, which is Brother of Destruction. His uh, regen click is Mystical Revivals. He's got some clicks of Outwit, which is Power of Darkness. And then he's got four random clicks of Prob in the middle of his lower dial. And that is Rest in Peace, which was... Uh, you know, <laughs> not overly cliched thing that he said all the time. So, no. Undertaker. Uh, Calder, did you want to? Did you want to awesome. talk about your favorite uh, WWE figure that popped up though? Uh, I hear Ronda Rousey. Um, you know, she's got pot, Piper's Pit. No. She's got toying with her opponent. No. That seemed like a cool power. No, I'm good. She can use a uh, perplex no, twice. Fine. Do you want to talk no, about that? No, I don't. Really, no, I'm good. I don't want to talk about her. I'm fine. I'm, oh, she about. likes. She likes to do a thing called an arm bar. And a guillotine choke. Oh, Do you want to cool. talk about that, Calder? No, it's okay. I, I could move on from this actually uh, portion of the uh, of the uh, fan appreciations. We can just move on if that's all we want to talk about because it's nothing we're talking about. It's no person we're talking about. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, so X Men unpainted. How about that? The unpainted X Men sculpts. I really like the idea that they are getting a bit more uh, community involvement with it because they. I'm going to make an assumption. Tell me if I step out of my area here. Heroclix players are relatively lazy by nature, as they don't want to paint figures. That's kind of the appeal of Heroclix, is that they're pre-painted. But if you do paint them, you can send them to WizKids, and you can get featured in their weekly newsletter, which I don't know how many of you guys get it, but I am, of course, uh, subscribed to their weekly newsletter. I get emails from them all the time saying how much they love me and how awesome I am. No, their emails are more or less just articles they post on their website and stuff. But it'd be really cool because they already do the D&D miniatures that are shown up in their newsletter. So it's really cool to do that for yeah. folks, um, which I really appreciate. Uh, the Wolverine is really cool. We don't have to really go into the dial. But we finally have a Wolverine with Charge, Flurry. Even though he's 100 points, uh, I think he's still a great Colin. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about him. I'm going to move on. We also got a sneak peek of the Psylocke. Really cheap Psylocke. I think she's really good. I think she's really fun. I'm most excited for how many different... Oh, I guess Cannonball exists as well, but you know, like, whatever. Uh, I'm really excited to see all the different uh, costumes people paint these guys in. I think X-Men for sure. Oh, I guess Storm too. I'm just... I'm finally like... I'm really... Oh, okay, Cyclops. All right, how many more? Okay, that's it. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I haven't really yeah. flipped through these that well. I also wasn't there that night. Maybe it shows a little. Um, but yeah... No, I'm super excited. Look, uh, all right, Calder, since you haven't super looked at these before, look at how many keywords Cyclops has. Yep. He's got a whole three. X-Men, x Look at how many keywords Wolverine has. Whatever. I would say that's a whole lot more. <laughs> Jeez, look at that. Weapon X, yeah, so X-Men. They started X-Men, off that geez. preview saying, well, we don't know what uh, costume you're going to paint these guys, so we're just going to give... We gave them all sorts of keywords, and at first we're like, yeah, Wolverine, like ten... That makes uh-huh. sense. You can be on any yeah. team now. Then we get down to Cyclops, and they're like, what? Well, okay. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Cyclops, I mean, he's he's been the leader of a few teams, but uh, he doesn't get around as much as Wolverine, if you know it's what I mean. mostly just X-Men. Like, Cannibal's keywords yeah. are great. Like, he's got basically every single team he's ever been on right there. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Yep. I don't think Cyclops X-Men. has ever been, like, an Avenger or anything, so yeah, makes sense. Yeah, he's never... never 
poor Cyclops. Rest in peace. He's, I don't think he's ever even joined the X Force, right? Just X Factor and no. it's all Cyclops. Yeah. So yeah. Just maybe. That's uh, uh, all he gets. Utopia. All right. That's enough about that. Yeah, X Men are really cool and all. We've had to do X Men. Skip the next. Uh, no, set we of can't. Previews, no, we though. can't. Because I'm pretty much going to talk about every single figure on here and tell you how excited <laughs> I am. You want to do it. that? What's What's next? What, next up what is could possibly Captain be America and the Avengers Hero Click set. Uh, going to reach store shelves in 2020 of February of 2020. We get the first peek of a new U.S. agent. It's a very kind of shield catchy sculpt i really like it it's a lot better than the other shield catchy sculpt of captain america where the shield looks like it's shooting a laser i really like this sculpt looks very cool it's very dynamic we get a look at uh, elijah bradley i believe it yeah elijah or isaiah whichever one of those is i always forget uh once his grandson and one is actually him i believe he's elijah and we get that sculpt again we've seen it before we get a really cool sculpt look and she has a really cool base of this peggy carter as captain america captain britain like kind of i mean she's british right so it's kind of this um i believe it was future fight first made a peggy cap uh mm. character in their game and then she got a spin-off comic she was in a few different like issue or like cover art and stuff like that and then people like her obviously because peggy carter's amazing Haley atwell's hilarious and people just can't get enough peggy so that was great we get to see quake again i could do without in humans i know chris is somewhere and he's like i love mine humans why i don't care we got a really cool red skull who looks like he might it's like be a tingling on the back of his neck like calder isn't giving yeah. the inhumans the love they deserve he's dissing the inhumans <laughs> or like the eternals or something uh no and then we get this really cool kind of kind of bland no, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie like red skull who looks like he's just like holding something like he could be holding something he i feel like another... this will be maybe like a prime because Ooh. This one looks like it would be the main set, like the non-prime. Oh yeah, and he's for just sure. got like leadership and does something with Hydra, and then yeah. the prime's like Red Skull with a cube again. Yeah. Whoa, we never get Red Skulls with cosmic cubes. It's actually besides the Avengers set just recently, it actually has been a really long time. Like it's like 2012 with that Avengers sort of cube set. We get a new Ghost. I don't care about Ghost. We get a Wasp. Don't care about Wasp. We get a Black Panther. I normally don't care about Black Panther at all, but he's got like these cool like laser knives which i really do oh, yeah which means they're gonna do something um, hopefully those are something. vibranium daggers come on they look like look at them they're all whatever there's right, no vibranium. such thing as laser knives those are vibranium daggers excuse, excuse me uh we do get you know really... what the the chief product of wakanda is calder it's not laser knives is it is it rhinos or something I don't know. I didn't is it, is study it mineral tech or whatever they communicate. Well, obviously, that's also vibranium. Anyways, uh, we get a really sick blade. It has been so long. It was it was Avengers right or Amazing Spider-Man right since we got a blade. Like yeah, man. And they use the same blade. sculpt on like a, a monthly LE, but yeah, it's been a while. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, this is a really cool like armored blade that I'd never seen before, and that looks awesome. We also get a Black Widow that's totally not Quake or whatever, whoever that chick is. Oh. M- more importantly, though, and I'm really worried about how nice this base looks because I really don't want this to be the chase theme of, like, villains or whatever, but we get a really sweet look at Ultron. He's, like, blue Ultron. He's got some, uh, f- like, whatever, fire stuff coming out of his hands, kind of energy, and then he's got a pile of Ultron, like, head, body, and then a gold Ultron head, and then a bunch of, like, wires and other Ultron stuff on his base. Very nice-looking base. I just really hope it's not a chase, you know? The important part about this 
is one of my all-time favorite, and one of Chris's all-time favorite, everybody's all-time favorite, it should be all of yours all-time favorite, additional game elements. It's really not an additional game element, it's just super thematic, is that Clicks FX are making their return, and we have the Nightcrawler teleporty-like effect, but it's blue this time on Ultron's base, and ooh, I'm excited for Clicks FX being back. Yeah, it's like uh, blue with uh, Jack Kirby dots on it. Yeah, Kinda. yeah, it makes me wonder what what he's doing because his hands are definitely like charging up, possibly like shooting something. So a lot of the cliff clicks effects were like if you hit, you stick this token, and then maybe they take one penetrating or uh, you know lower their defenses, stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see what he does because the from the effects that I can see on this little thing, I can't imagine what it possibly. Yeah, I does. can't really figure it out either. Uh, next up is Songbird. We saw her in Civil War. We really don't know who she is. Don't really care who she is. We had a really great Absorbing Man who we haven't gotten since 2013 uh, in the Invincible Iron Man set. And this is a, an amazing sculpt. It's kind of like a mix of his normal single base sculpt with his duo with Titania. He's got a piece of rubble. He's absorbing some bricks with his arm. He's absorbing like uh, the rock with his leg. And he's swinging his big old ball and chain. He looks great. Great super air style sculpt. We get a Citizen V who we haven't got since the first ever carded hero click set or maybe it was like the second oh yeah since that guy. avengers man i remember like, that sculpt now you see yeah like it's been so long and i'm i'm so excited he's making his return that is great we get a suited mandarin i don't remember the last time we got a suited mandarin where he wasn't all robed up like that had to been pre 20 you know 13 iron man right so we're getting a, a yeah. new mandarin Hopefully, since he's coming out after all these rings have been released, that he hopefully will do something with the rings. Maybe she shouldn't hold so. out too long, but I hope. And then we if get... he has a trait like the Collector, where he can just be equipped with as many as he wants, I'd, like that'd be good enough. Um, oh yeah, for sure. But he should totally be able to just like pay an extra whatever points to start with however many he wants. Yeah, that'd be like be a, really cool. The point. At- you pay all the costs for the rings, but you start with as many. That'd be neat. That would be awesome. That would be, and maybe even kind of broken in some, in some way. We get a Baron Zemo, pretty cool. He's doing like a rock on, like power fist. Let's do it. We get a nuke, kind of standard looking nuke. He's actually wearing a vest. Uh, hopefully, so there's two ways they can do this. Uh, recently in Captain America comics, uh, nuke soldiers were like generics since nuke actually like nuked and died in 20 i want to say 15 2016 or something like that during one of the captain america runs so now like generic nuke soldiers are like on the run everywhere and captain america has been uh, beating them up in the past couple of comics so i wouldn't mind a nuke soldier generic i think that'd be really cool mm. i got no idea this next guy is he's just like a minotaur i i actually thought it was a D character that they accidentally <laughs> like threw into the presentation that's what it looks like right yeah like, is this a Minotaur? I'm like, well, why? What does this have to do with some some fan right now? Is like, they don't know Minotaur, the iconic Captain America villain. Yeah, they're gonna call it Captain. Minotaur doesn't even like Captain America if he doesn't know who Minotaur is. Yeah, Minotaur, you know from the films he's been in. Yep, Minotaur. <laughs> I feel like uh, it was like alternate universe Captain America, where the Earth had been like. You know, like Terra Genesis twice, and this guy is actually uh, Captain America's like steed. He rides into <laughs> battle on. Jeez. He just like piggybacks into battle. You know. I guess. 
Because, but yeah, I feel the same. I have no idea where this guy's from. Well, I'm one I of those am... fake boys. <laughs> On that note, I'm still excited for Captain America. I'm still really excited yeah. for the set. Even though we didn't get to see a Steve Rogers in these previews, it's okay. You only burnt me a little. Hurt me just a little bit inside not seeing a Steve Rogers. That's okay, Whiskey. Don't worry about it. Worry about it a little. We can go ahead and move on to Justice League Unlimited, I guess. Uh... Just they called her who's the first character they're previewing. Uh, the first character, I believe, is Huntress. Uh, she's really cool. She has some beautiful purple on her uh, sculpt. Moving right along, we get a great look at Black Canary. Uh, she's yeah. screaming. Looks cool. We get a Captain Adam, who, uh, you know, is very, like, you can totally repaint this sculpt to be a couple different people. I can see I can see them doing that. But Captain Adam looks cool. I really liked him in Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. The one thing I really don't like about is. the Captain Adam sculpt, there's no like effect going on on him or, at all. It's a fairly standard pose. I feel like at best he's gonna be a rare, yeah. which means he's like he's Same not with, gonna like, be uh, the Captain Adam I want. Black Canary. Yeah, for people that are scrolling through these previews, they had that Songbird, uh, the Marvel character with like a uh, sound coming out of her voice way, sound waves oh, yeah. coming well, out of her mouth, right? Like banshees and stuff. Yeah. But they didn't do that for Black Canary, and it's like the same power. So yeah, Songbird can, can like kind of tell a sound there. thing, and she can turn sound into like hardened things too. It's I don't know. She's got a weird huh. power set, but yeah, I haven't well. seen a Black Canary that didn't have a scream effect in a while. So probably a common or uncommon, which isn't yeah, too bad. Probably it's a little. Alright, do you guys know who this knight dude is? I mean, I like him. I like knights and stuff. He looks cool, but I'm not aware of his character. Shining knight. He's in the show. That's that's all I know. <laughs> See, uh, I do remember him being in the show. He, yeah. He, he okay. teamed up with uh, a cowboy. It was pretty funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, one of like, the like, episodes where there's just like a ton of characters like going past, like fighting a ton of different stuff. I yep. remember him being in there, and I think he was writing on something, but I don't, I don't remember it all too well. It's been a while. Okay, sweet. He does look, look cool. At a Martian Manhunter here, he's kind of floating. Oh, it's finally time. He looks pretty sweet. He's kind of doing like the reach out, like vision pose kind of thing. I really dig it. I like the way he looks. Good old John Jones. We get a a quick glance at a what is this like white tips, uh, like Rogue Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I think it's a generic uh, Wonder Woman sculpt. I was going to say, I think, it's, uh, I think it's either uh, like Wonder Woman. So later on, we also get a Superman Beyond. And so I think it's like Wonder Woman from that same era. Or mm. it might be, um, I can't remember the name of him now. But yeah. All right, right on. Alternate Universe get, uh, Wonder Woman. It's like Atomic Skull or something? No, this is a Batman Beyond villain. Oh, okay. He was the like main Batman Beyond uh, villain who uh, absorbed radiation. Uh, Derek Powers was like the CEO guy who bought uh, Wayne Incorporated from Batman as Batman aged out of it, and then basically like a Green Goblin scenario, accident goes wrong, he absorbs radiation and becomes this dude who's ah uh, Blade. Blade is his name. Okay, so we got Blight. Uh, Blight, awesome. I like him. He looks cool. Yeah. Uh, we get Old Man Static Shock from like yep. when they travel into the future and stuff. That is cool. That's what I'm excited about. His one arm looks really weird, um, but besides that, I love it. I'm really, I really do that. We got Old Man Static. It's so dope. 
He's uh, putting his arm around his imaginary friend. Yeah, Gear, who's dead or whatever. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh boy, uh, he's fine. He's fine. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he totally lives. No, he probably does die. He's got no superpowers. Um, <laughs> and then this is the uh, some white guy. Uh, next up, we have Batman Beyond and a more Superman. dynamic That's Superman. Cult. What are you That's doing? Superman Beyond. Come on, man. <laughs> okay. You gotta talk about. Okay. If you want so, to. I think literally two episodes ago, uh, we had some questions about, um, yeah, we had some questions. Uh, Malcolm asked us some questions about animated stuff, and uh, and I said, like, the one from Batman Animated was probably the best and last one that we would get for a long time, and then they previewed this a few days later. This one looks much better. It's crazy. The sculpt is so much cooler. Yeah. Super rare, out rare, the rare, boot jets. Sure. Oh yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, but I'm down great. for that. Like I loved the common one from Batman the Animated Series, but they only put that one in. Yeah, I thought they reused that sculpt, but they didn't. Nope. So I'm, it's good to see another one. We get a really cool reverse flash. Those colors just really pop. I, I like the design. Oh yeah, the Justice League Unlimited uh, characters—they just really look colorful, really bright. I really like I, that part about. Them. I actually think that's just regular Flash, but as the Justice Lord, I think it's Justice oh, Lord Flash. Uh, showing how much I don't know about like it might. I mean, it is the it same could, kind of color scheme as Reverse Flash. So it could but, be, but the story for Justice Lords was that they went bad because the Flash died, so they did not have a Flash. Uh, so, so this could be like... this could be the Flash before he died. Who knows? There was a few times where in the show regular universe, uh, Reverse Flash showed up and fought, uh, both as himself and then um, Amazo had an ability to like transform for a bit into villains as he fought Justice Leaguers, and uh, he turned into Reverse Flash. But yeah, we don't know any details. They just showed pictures, so that's all we can go off yeah. of for now. <laughs> We get Speaking Batman, of Justice Lords. This, um, this seems to be their reused Batman sculpt for the set. It seems to be the, the yep. sculpt reused for Batman. That's going to be the Batman sculpt for the reused for Batman. Yeah. That, the set. This is, is specifically uh, Justice Lord Justice Batman. Lord color. Lord yeah. The silver bat on his chest. Ooh, and I yeah. think the, the preview we saw of this sculpt before is from an episode where he, he sings on stage. And in that sculpt, he has like a microphone instead of a battering. So yeah, who knows? The they could, you, they could end up so using strange. this like three times: normal battering, oh, normal suit, it, yeah. Justice Lord suit, and then normal suit, but a microphone. So who knows yet? I wonder what the microphone powers and abilities will be, though. That'll be funny. Should be like incapacitate, ignores all sorts of stuff yeah. Every single terrain type. Yeah, every terrain <laughs> ever. Like you can hear Batman whether you want it. Or you want like a pulse, basically a pulse wave in cap. Yeah, that'd be funny. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Be so great. We get another white guy next up, and then we get a Donna Troy, which is really cool. Really. No, funny. this is Justice Lord Wonder Woman. Oh, is that really what it is? Oh, Jesus. Yep, yep. I'm trying my yeah. best, you guys. It's literally like four Justice Lords in a row. Darn. I could have told you that. Thought. Okay. But, uh, Thanks for the heads up, Simeon. <laughs> you're welcome. Does that not look like Donna Troy, though? Like, it, does. it does, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because of the hair, yeah. the suit. Yeah, yeah. And I it, got you. It still could be like. You could literally just repaint it, and it would be Donna Troy. Yep. So. Next up, finally, 
finally, now we get a really sweet sculpt. Now, this guy is really cool. We get Lex Luthor with his classic, like, purple and green. And he's given a lot of attitude in his sculpt. I like it like he's like... I thought this was the Flash. Yeah, actually, this is the Flash Calder. This isn't Lex Luthor. You're wrong. Well, there's... For those who have never watched the show, there's an iconic moment from the series where, due to a magic accident, the Flash and Lex Luthor swap bodies. So... You have Lex Luthor, the Flash walking around the Legion of Doom headquarters pretending to be evil. You have the Lex Luthor in Flash's body trying to figure out the secret identities of all the main Justice Leaguers without getting caught. It's pretty funny. It's so it's uh, probably one of the only episodes I've actually seen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lex Luthor slash Flash not washing his hands. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Lex Luthor slash, well, in Flash's body, like, I'm going to know his secret identity. And he's like, oh, I don't know who this guy is. Like, looking in the mirror, like... <laughs> Who the heck is this dude? That's yeah. great. Um, but yeah, I guess that could be the Flash. That'd be a really simple way to do, hopefully not a Prime, but like an AB version. Oh, of definitely. That'd be, be, it would be so funny. Yeah, good. I'd yeah, love it. Great. Yeah. I'd be down. I wouldn't uh, mind it all. Up, I don't know this one. I really, Amazo. I like quip, of course. That doesn't look like a Mazo. Isn't he normally like... It's a, this is uh, something else. before he turned gold. Okay. Like his first appearance was like a silver, and then he went to space for some reason that I forgot about, and he came back gold. So the, this could be a, like another AB, where like the rare version's a gold one. He's basically okay. the uh, Unimind of uh, the show. It's gonna be, he could be don't super strong that. if they Please kill don't him say to be. Hey, DC <laughs> Unimind? Oh, uh, yikes. Yikes. Right. I mean, they deserve so something. So it would cost twice as many points, is what you're saying. Basically. Yeah. Jeez, oh, basically. I really like this Gorilla Grodd. It's Gorilla Grodd, right? Please don't tell me no, I'm wrong. This is, um... God, there's, there's <laughs> multiple really eight else? villains. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah, uh, Gorilla Grodd's a, like, a black fur. Bla- this is, yeah, a, but like, this this is one of the white apes that he fights brain. against. He's got brain powers. Gorilla Grodd's a smart monkey. He's got a gun. Real God uses a gun sometimes. I don't know. The guy looks cool. It's a dope sculpt. Probably rare, super rare. I don't rare think Rod's like brain ever became like super gross and like veiny like that though. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. At least not in the not in the show. But yeah, I mean, we Ultra will probably humanite get is his name. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Ultra totally humanite. That, probably. Man, this is a this is a one-off villain if I ever saw one. I oh, I totally forgot what he did, but yeah, this is not Grodd. He shoots gun. Uh, yeah, I think he takes over brain. like Monkey City or whatever Grodd calls it. <laughs> he like takes over like Grodd's like little like secluded oh, yeah, that's the like episode, city. Yeah, and then Grodd's like I think he needs like the Flash's help or something, and for some reason they help Grodd. So. Interesting. But yeah, next up, definitely we get... give him a different head, and it's Grodd. I could see that. Yeah, that'd be easy. Oh, baby. We get the uh, Hot Topic Dark Side, where he wears a lot more black in, mm-hmm. this, uh, in this version of him. I really dig it. He's very uh, very dark, very toned down, very edgy. I like it a lot. That's yeah, this is uh, like the season finale costume he had on. So that's pretty cool. We haven't had a Dark Side in a while, I don't think. We've had a Man, bunch of apoc- just... Apocalypse people. It's really weirding me out how Superman it looks like he just doesn't have pants. He has like He's a tiny skirt, skirt and then really yeah. tall boots. That's what he wears. He wears a little skirt. He's like Magic, who wears just like no pants, but, but like, really long boots. His boots go up to like mid-thigh. Yeah, just like Magic's boots do. Okay. Think about that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't man. want Dark to. Darkseid's a mid-thigh guy, I guess. Jeez. 
Uh, next up we get uh, she's she looks sad on the swing, right? Ace. And ace. She's got a club. Ace clubs. Good old ace of clubs. Yes. From That's the uh, Royal Flush King. Yep. So we is this one from Batman Beyond? Um, yes and no. Royal Flush Gang originated in Batman Beyond, but this is like the initial version. So the backstory to this, for spoilers, uh, you can skip like 30 seconds, whatever. Um, Amanda Waller in the show uh, starts gathering together people to fight the Justice League because they, America starts thinking the Justice League is too strong. They concoct experiments on this young psychic girl, and they mess that up, and she starts going uh, nuclear, Then they have to send people in to go take her down because, uh, she's gonna like explode a city or something just from her psychic abilities to warp reality if i remember right but it's cool to see her definitely a unique character i don't think she's shown up in anything else so i think this is a show only character and if you've skipped ahead that was exactly 30 seconds you've officially dodged Devin's spoilers about ace here congratulations good job listener you did and that it. ends Justice League Unlimited. I actually am a lot more excited for this set uh, now. Still can't be the hype for Captain America, but what do you guys think about this set? As a DC fan, I am stoked to have more DC. Yeah, there's so many figures that uh, have rotated out of modern, like with two years plus to that or so. Um, then there's also figures that like I don't think we've gotten before or. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's at least like five that we haven't gotten before, at least technically. Um, so, and and plus Justice Lords, that was one of my main wants from it. So, oh yeah, I'm happy. Nice, and that is going to be releasing in April 2020. Justice League Unlimited. Next up is is this Spider-Man Venom Absolute Carnage? Is that the name of this set? You know, I think that uh so far unless that's the working name okay it's got to be a working title but i mean it could just be spider-man venom absolute carnage spider-man venom absolute carnage or just spider-man i don't know what the extra venom they added for whatever reason um but anyways we get never before seen characters we get these art sketch prints that an artist made of characters that are not in the marvel universe at all they're just random characters from properties that we can totally mix with marvel that'll be pretty legit and we get a yeah, to remind me who this is. We had a venomized Leonardo. Leonardo de Venom is uh, Leonardo de name Venom. Of excuse me. Yeah. Yep. I can't wait. No idea. I mean, they're yeah. literally they like whiz kids talk to Marvel, and apparently, um, apparently, like whiz kids talk to Marvel, and they were in talks, and they were talking about how video games that Marvel lets, like you know, Marvel lets like Activision make a Spider-Man game. Um, occasionally they'll come to Marvel with just like a new character idea that's a different, you know, it's not a character that Marvel actually has. And Marvel will just be like, yeah, okay, sounds good. Go ahead and make it. And WizKids was like, well, how do we do that? And they're like, just uh, go ahead and do it. And like, if you, you like it, we let you do it. And so <laughs> WizKids is going to have to make an entire backstory, power set, you know, like everything for these guys. It's going to be pretty crazy i that i wonder is. if you'll have uh shape change in plasticity yeah he may have and shape change automatically break away you hair, say? he can automatically break away <laughs> oh my god venom verse huh that would that'd be a really cool trade if you had that actually that'd be awesome uh, i think they should make that into a reoccurring trait oh like everybody who has a symbiote would have it that would be so cool 
Thank you, Calder. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you like my ideas. Yeah, you have such great ideas. They're so original and funny every time. Every every time. You know, uh, no one laughs at you either, Calder. Uh, so <laughs> I, I laugh next, at you. Next up, in the with mean me, way. you mean? In the, <laughs> no. Yeah? Yeah? No? All right. We get a Penny Parker, uh, but steampunk. I, I, yeah. Mini rant, mini rant here. Steampunk is my least favorite form of anything ever. I do not like the art style. I do not like people that cosplay steampunk. That's it. End of mini rant. But we're getting steampunk. Oh, I feel the same. So Penny Parker. Okay. Anybody that was offended by that, uh, my address is 205. No. Uh, anyways. No, I already have your address. So. Um, That's right. Yeah. Contact me, like Bruce, a bomb or something. over uh, my steampunk opinions. So I hate it. I have zero interest in steampunk Penny Parker, but if this means we get an actual Penny Parker with a robot, like a normal version, more than willing to accept this one, too. Just if because like apply, that's the only maybe. character we're missing to finish out the team from the Into the Spider-Verse movie. So hopefully we get a normal uh, Penny Parker and robot to go with uh, the rest of the figures. So this is just concept art, but looking like at the image... What do you guys think, two by two base, or do you think that like if they did go forward and make that into an actual like HeroClix figure, is that gonna be able to fit on a single base? Well, they didn't say anything in the presentation about two by two, so this could be like the size of um, the Earth X Hulk, in my opinion. True. The robot, yeah, the yeah. robot, the concept, the or the robot itself isn't that big. But compared, like even looking at the picture, she's it's about half the size of a leg. So it should be at the. I would imagine the size of like, because even like the Earth X Hulk has like the little kid riding on him, right? So it's kind of like the same size, I would think. Well, to be fair, Earth X Hulk is also bigger than the new Juggernaut, so <laughs> he went on a two by two base. <laughs> oh, That's true, oh, man. Hey, we gotta huh. we gotta our sculpts uh, reuse in there somehow, Simeon. Uh, so that is everything for fan appreciation. I was super bummed that I missed pretty much all of it uh, when I came in, but I did win a good copy of uh, Kibble Scuffle. Uh, we'll keep that tight wraps on how, how did you that. win that, Calder? Yeah, <laughs> Calder. Calder, tell the story Thank you about how you me. stood up and screamed how many cats you owned. All right, tell so that wait, story, let's Calder. Not, hey, let's not throw away the punchline here. Let's slow down there, guys. Come on. Oh, I'm content so- for the show. <laughs> Uh, they were like, we got a new game. It's a WizKids. WizKids also does like normal board games and stuff like that. And they're giving away uh, Kibble Scuffle. It's a cat, cat-related board game. And they asked the audience, who's got one cat? So I just kept my hand raised. And they like, two cats, three cats, four, five. And then Scott was like, six? And it was like me and just one other guy had our hand up now. And he was like, eight? And he's like, okay, how many cats do you have? He asked the first guy. And he's like, I have 11 cats. He's like, how many cats do you have? 26 cats, uh, I said. And uh, then I won my copy of Kibble Scuffle like oh, a boss. You fought so hard for Kibble Scuffle. I fought very Scuffle. hard. Like, all of the trivia they asked, I was like, yeah, I had no idea. Like, there's no way I could answer any of these questions. Like, they're too... So, uh, Dial H listeners, I'd like to introduce you to has having cats, the world champion in having cats, uh, called Ness. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Junior Rodeo Champ 2019 and uh, Most Cats 2019. <laughs> so many titles you get to wear. I do yeah. a lot of titles. Uh, what uh, what kibble are you going to design with Wiz Kids? Uh, I'm I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> yeah. what is what's the <laughs> what's the most powerful kibble card the in the meta powerful, right now? Like kibble card, maybe like a bacon a bacon kibble. <laughs> 
Meow oh, Mix. Wow. Meow Mix kibble card or something like that. Meow, 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 meow Mix. Oh, man. As long as you can get the rights for that. Oh, uh, if I get the rights to Meow Mix, baby, it's going to be OP. Yeah. I don't know if Pulse Wave <laughs> is in this kibble scuffle game, but it's about to be. <laughs> and that was fan appreciation, ladies and gentlemen. That was fan appreciation. Yeah. Uh, next up, World Singles. Hey, did you guys compete in the World uh, Championship Singles event? No. And there was a... Wait, what? Someone, yeah, someone I didn't compete did a, in that, uh, singles? I didn't compete in that either. Yeah, so apparently they do a crazy thing called 300 Modern. And basically that takes uh, roughly about the sets from the last two years. I believe it was Elseworlds to now, um, with the most recent set being Star Trek. And they build like a constructed team with only 300 points. And they play this for one entire day. Then they cut to, to top eight and they play it in the morning the next day. And it'll get done around 3 o'clock. Seems like a lot of play for only 300 modern. But uh, it is it is really cool. Uh, no, but your World's Championship and a lot of people were... This is maybe the main reason people went. I don't know. Do you guys, you guys come to this for, the, for that? No, I went with the intention of not doing this event. So, like, I, I did have a team, just in case I changed my mind. I did have a team that I thought would be potentially viable, maybe win a game or two. Um, but I definitely went to Worlds without the intention of doing the main World event. I mean, to be fair, Team Worlds is as big, but this is like what most people that go to Worlds consider right. like the main event. So, yeah, I did not intend on doing it, and I didn't do it. <laughs> I half intended and ended up not intending at all but no world is very big is very important uh you do after all get to make a figure uh when you win which is really cool along with a ton of other prizing and stuff added on your hero clicks 2019 world championship uh championship winner was isaac arnold berkovitz so this makes him a rock cup winner a u.s nationals winner and a world championship hero clicks winner get this kid on a plane to canada so we can steal their championship as well because oh my gosh is he great at hero clicks i was very impressed uh, i didn't really pay attention to any of these games so i was doing battle royales all day or the side event on on a sunday but it was pretty awesome i'm very happy for everybody that competed in worlds i know it's pretty important it's you know one of the main reasons everybody goes i'm glad everybody had a good time but I also want to reiterate that it goes to show you, even though me, Simeon, Devin, or any of us, like, we're sort of maybe half interested-ish, maybe not even half, in playing in Worlds, we still went to the World Championship, the whole get-together, because it's awesome to see all these people you know, It's you play great games, everybody, majority of the people there are super friendly and awesome, and it's just all around a great time, no matter oh, yeah. if you play 300 Modern or not. Yeah, they have stuff... To, for every player level at uh, the World Championship and Nationals, so it's a good time. Absolutely. Kind of saying that, uh, goes on to like overall thoughts. I guess you guys kind of know my thoughts. I just think it's an awesome time to hang out with friends and people you know, and I thought it went uh, very well. My, I guess the first thought I ever had when I went into the area was that I thought it was a pretty small area for hero clicks, but it actually didn't feel too small throughout the rest of the weekend, you know, so it actually wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was comparable to uh, Philadelphia last year with the catch that it's just hero clicks this time, so less uh, traffic going in and out, not as busy. Uh, not Lloyd's level wasn't as bad too. I felt like you could actually hear your opponent across the table, which was nice, and uh, good time overall. 
Yeah, as far as, like, if I was going to encourage someone that was a casual player to go, um, I didn't enjoy Philadelphia last year as much as I enjoyed this year. I didn't enjoy Origins as much as I enjoyed Worlds uh, this year. But I also went with the intention of playing Heroclix all three days, doing, like, Battle Royales, side events, uh, Team Sealed. That was my intention. Uh, if I had gone with the intention of, you know, going to Origins, doing Heroclix for, like, two days, and then enjoying the con on the third day, then I would have been disappointed in this, you know, because there wasn't... There was still Graceland. You could do the Elvis tour. Um, there was a bunch of interesting stuff like that. You can just enjoy the city of Memphis as well um, if you've never been before. But as far as, like, a convention... It was Heroclix, Dice Masters, and Star Trek Attack Wing. So if you weren't down for Heroclix all three days, and you didn't, you know, want to pop open some cards and dice, uh, is that what is that what the Attack Wing thing does? Is that cards and dice? Cards and dice and then, is uh, actually uh, Dice Masters. Oh, I thought Dice Masters yeah. was the miniature. Trek ships. has like a weird a bunch of cards, and the dials are a bit different. I've seen it played once, and it was, Dice it was interesting, oh, right. just a whole different Dice game. Dice Masters does have ships, I forgot. They're all Star Wars ships, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yes, only Star Trek ships. Did you say Star Wars? How dare you? Star Wars. How dare you? <laughs> no, um, but to get back on track, uh, I would encourage anyone that is willing to do Battle Royales, uh, get good con prizing, um, like pick up some stuff for your local friends and you know it's not going to like break your bank I would encourage you to go to Worlds next year if they hold it here again uh, if you are not down for you know a whole three days of battle royales and like side events and you don't want to do like the team worlds or the more competitive stuff I would in, like, suggest you go to like Origins instead where there's a whole con around you that you can enjoy mm. but just speaking from my personal like preference, I definitely thought that this was the best uh, WizKids event that I've gone to uh, ever. So that was my takeaway. Right on. Right on. All right. Well, with that flawless segue, let's go ahead and see what the listeners at home had to say about going to Worlds in the community section. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Community Wednesday's question this week was, would you ever go to Worlds? Why slash why not? What if it was held closer to you? I believe we all kind of answered this question and the fact that you guys both went last year and I uh, I went uh, I went this year. I was like, why, why am I thinking so hard about this? This is the only time I've ever been to Worlds. And we had a few people answer. I'll go ahead and start us off on Twitter. Supervillain, totally not putting Captain Venom on every team, said, if I could afford it, I would totally go to Worlds. I'm not that good, but I could battle my battle royale my way through it. Nice. Nathan Deal said, I went last year since I live in Pennsylvania. It was a blast and worth it to meet new people and get nice prizes. I want to go again. Right on. Jedi Legend said, never say never, but between family and worlds only being held in states, this is unlikely. If it was closer, perhaps for the atmosphere and BRs, I'm too chilled to qualify at higher levels. I do think they should just host worlds in the middle of the Atlantic so that, uh, you know, it's closest for everyone in the world. 
I think the Atlantic's the center. It's gotta point. be the best way. It would be really hard for us to drive to it though, since we like to drive to stuff, you know. Ooh, you know. just get like some some boat for your car. Boat. That's right. Uh, Tyler Murin says, "I would love to go." The biggest issue is that I would have to make it a family vacation, and finding a way to entertain my wife and daughter while my son and I play is kind of a mission impossible. So, yeah. That's, you have the benefit of Graceland. True. You could tour that at least, but yeah. yeah. At this it one, you could the... have done Graceland, yeah. and then last year's you could have done uh, the Unplugged packs or packs Unplugged, I guess. Um but if they're not into gaming or Elvis, then they're... Out they of can play. get kind of pricey try, trying to take a whole family to these things, too. So, yeah, there's that yeah, to keep sure. as well. And then we're only going to be reading three, so we've kind of already been going on for a pretty long time, guys. So I'm going to go ahead and end this off with... Uh, well, not end this off, but... Vigilante Bonsai Tree and Sampling said, If I could qualify, playing at the highest levels would be fun challenge, but side events slash battle royales would be a blast in and of itself. Sadly, going to the U.S. for it makes it unlikely. Worlds or some other big tournament slash event in Europe, that might be doable. All right, and James Craddock says, Maybe. It would need to be during July. End of August slash September is a terrible time for me to get off work. Also, ID cards would need to be a thing of the past. I'd need a group of pals to go with. Self. I think that was kind of a... Not a consensus among the comments, but there was a general sense of uh, people not really enjoying like the current meta and not enjoying 300 modern and expecting that would be like you know the only thing at Worlds. And while you know even doing battle royales and team sealed, you are going to run into people that are more cutthroat and are in it to win it. Um, that doesn't uh, mean that you can't have fun. I definitely got of times in battle royals i had points stolen from me a lot i had people that would uh, just keep passing turn until they could do that and so it does get frustrating but hmm. uh that's very rare in battle royals i feel and at least that extensive amount of it um and there's plenty of other fun stuff to do so i would still suggest it if you can make the time and if it's not too costly for you to go and that's that's the last thing I have to say on the subject. Right on. We'll let it go ahead and move us into Jedi Legends Hero Clicks Tip of the Week. I don't want to sell the death sticks. I don't want to sell your death sticks. You want to go home and rethink. I want to go home and rethink my life. Jedi Legend went ahead and said, Stop the arguments. Penetrating Psychic Blast still goes through Impervious. The Impervious character doesn't get to roll the D6, I'm afraid. This was a thing, like, a few years ago. I don't know what it was, but, like, someone said, like, even if you exploit Impervious, I can still roll a d6 and try to, like, reduce it. I'm like, no, you don't get to reduce damage, because it's, it's pen blast, it's exploit. So, I'm glad that uh, we had to reiterate this a little bit. I do like the gif he used, which was a yeah. Psylocke from uh, Marvel Contest of Champions, shooting her uh, side bow at Captain Marvel. It's pretty cool. Fun uh, fun his hero clicks history fact in that scenario back in like 2011 during Brave, no, uh, DC 75. They made the White Lantern characters, right? And specifically, they'd have normal standard pack powers, but with the catch where when they used them, they'd roll a die. And if you got a five or six, uh, they'd heal a click. So what Superman's was, he, if he rolled five or six on Impervious, he could heal. You can still so 
the interaction back then was a psychic blast would happen. Uh, you would take all the damage, but you could still roll impervious to heal up, even though you're going to take all the full attack damage in the first place. That's it. I don't think that's a thing anymore, but it was huh. fun for while it was around. Well, it was also a really dinky sculpt because he just the if it, if you ever want a funny uh, Superman to look at, go look at the Superman sculpt from DC seventy five where he's just standing there, like he's in line at the DMV or something. Uh, There's so many so Supermen that like, are just yeah, like hands like at the sides or hands on the <laughs> hips. At least hands on the hips is like an iconic pose. There's so many that yeah, are just yeah, like yeah. hands at the sides. And it's, he has to get his yeah. superhero license renewed, and he's just—he's been there for forty-five minutes, and it hasn't—the line hasn't moved yet. And <laughs> right on, right on. I can dig it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about the Patreon. Normally, in the second episode of every month, we do a Patreon ranking up ceremony. Since this was a very world's-heavy episode, we're gonna go ahead and nix that in the bud this week. But if you want to support the podcast, everything we do here, as well as get entered to our monthly giveaways, go ahead and check us out at Patreon slash Dial H for Hero Clicks. Uh, this month, the giveaway we're doing is gonna be Robbie Reed who has the H dial. It might be kind of where we, like the storyline where we got the name of the podcast, you know? So that's pretty cool. I think that's really awesome. I'm also going to be adding a new $5 tier. So if you like actually give $5 instead of being like the cumulative tier thing, uh, I'm going to have three Felix Fausts that I was able to pick up. And if you give me $5, you can, you can kind of choose here, but I'm going to say you can go ahead and choose how I destroy a Felix Faust. I'll video it. I'll send it to you. Uh, then I'm going to make a big compilation of destroying Felix Fausts. And then you can go ahead and get any bits uh, left over. I think that's fun. A lot of people hate Felix Faust. And I've been scorned by him. And I really want to destroy these, like, so bad. So it gives me a great time. They only cost $5. So, like, it's just a Please pay me to Please let pay me, me do the thing that I want to do. <laughs> so I can destroy these Felix Fausts. And uh, I'll be like, this Felix Faust was destroyed in the name of, and I can say your name, or something really cool. If you think that's a great idea, I think it's a freaking awesome idea. I really want to destroy I think I might, I might become a patron to make you eat one. Oh, yeah? That's one can way I to do destroy that? it. I also have <laughs> I mean, a ha-ha-ha joker I really want to destroy, since it's missing a card. So if you've also been scorned by a ha-ha-ha uh, joker, I'll, I'll do that one as well. Uh, eating is destroying it. Uh, I didn't think that far ahead. Uh, hopefully... You guys won't do that. <laughs> we'll make that the last, $10 tier. Uh, <laughs> for, to I mean, pay for five, the hospital five bucks visit. Five bucks, so. I mean, yeah. Do you have a hydraulic press in your uh, area that you could, mm. like, rent out? or? I might have a hydraulic press. That might be the way to go on one of these. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be dope. I could dig it. I could dig it. I could dig it. I could dig it. And now we're going to go ahead. I'm going to tell you about where you can find Dial H for Hero Clicks. Our sponsors, of course, CoolStuffInc.com. You can find us on Podbean, uh, Podbean slash Dial H for Hero Clicks. Twitter at Dial H. That's the number four Hero Clicks. Facebook.com dial, slash Dial H for Hero Clicks. We're on iTunes, YouTube. You can always email us at Dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com. And like always, we have a Patreon. Any last words before we call it a night, gentlemen? All right, I did the show. Can I go now? Please, wow. my wife. My wife uh, needs to know I'm alive. 
Please let me out of here. I said you uh, couldn't look at the card until I played earlier. the theme song, until I read us out of here. I told you. What you a funny to callback that, to the earlier joke that was made about the joking. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you're right, Simeon. That was and quite with funny. That, comedians uh, like to do that. They sure do like to reiterate jokes. Speaking Simeon, of being brought somewhere against your will, uh, Dial H for Hero Clicks <laughs> is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Happy trails. Peace. <laughs> All right, all right, go ahead and unstrap him. Let him go. Let him go. Oh, thank God. Uh, I really wanted I'm to use my arms again. Saw.